Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. It is all true. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. There's a priest that used to be in this diocese. He was the rector of a church in Jackson. It was Easter Sunday. Of course, like last Sunday, on this Easter Sunday, the pews were packed, packed full of people. They came to hear the Easter message. They came to hear this rector get up in that pulpit and preach the good word, to preach the truth, to preach that Christ had risen, that by his death he had destroyed death. And so that rector, that priest who used to reside in this diocese, he got up in the pulpit and he said, it's all true. And then he went and he sat down. I don't know if that would work here. And from what I've heard over the years about him doing this, that, you know, there were some that were delighted that that was all there was to the Easter message. Because in the Episcopal Church, there's a very thin line between a long sermon and a hostage situation. (laughs) Then there were those who came needing to hear something, needing to hear something about Easter and the Lord's resurrection. And so they were a little bit miffed, but nonetheless... What that rector said is very poignant. It is all true. The 20th century theologian Karl Barth once said that when anyone enters the nave, when anyone enters a church, there's one thing on their mind. Is it true? Is it all true? Today is the second Sunday Easter. And on the second Sunday of Easter, every year we hear about Thomas. We don't get much about Thomas in the Gospels. It's just in the Gospel of John that he is even mentioned, that he even says anything. But the poor fellow is known as Doubting Thomas, which is quite unfair to him, because Thomas confessed his belief in his Lord and his God by the end of this Gospel lesson. And it never says anything about doubt. Thomas was a believer. Thomas was a man of great faith. Thomas was also a thinker and a questioner, hopefully like all of us. Hopefully our faith is never stagnant. We're always questioning. We're always wondering. We're always seeking and searching and asking those questions that sometimes there are no easy answers or maybe no answers 
That is where we find Thomas today, not doubting, not disbelieving, but questioning. Could it all possibly be true? Last weekend, I was putting the finishing touches on my Easter Vigil sermon. And the finishing touch was this line, God puts together that which has been broken. And I thought, oh, that, that, that's good, that's good. I like that, it's a good line. And then I heard a crash in the next room. Said, that sounds like Sarah's grandmother's painted flower pot. And it was, I walked in there, I'm not gonna tell you which Compton child was a culprit, but it was the youngest. She was distraught, she was crying, and she knew that she had done something that wasn't necessarily good. And so I walk in there and I look at the damage, and I said to myself, God puts together that which has been broken. God puts together that which has been broken. And I'm picking up those shards of glass and putting them into the trash bag, thinking to myself, God puts together that which is broken. God puts together all of us because we like Thomas, are broken. We, like Thomas, question. And we wonder. And that is okay. That is a very good thing. We find Thomas is one, questioning and wondering. But in his context, think about it. I probably would have wondered too. Your master and your Lord was taken from you in such a horrific fashion. Terrible way. Tried in Pilate's kangaroo court, carries his own cross to his death, is crucified. Agony in the suffering. Where we find Thomas. Thomas is still thinking about Good Friday. Thomas is still thinking about that cross. Thomas is still thinking how could this happen? How could it happen? The disciples are locked together on that Easter night for fear of the Jews. So we see that it's not just Thomas who is questioning and wondering, is it all true? Those disciples gathered together, what other number of them were there together? They were just like Thomas as well. They were wondering. They were full of fear. They were scared. They were seeking. They were searching. Where is God? And God appears among them and says, Peace be with you. And of course, Thomas is not there. They go and they tell Thomas, We have seen the Lord. And that is where Thomas starts questioning. No. Not unless I can have my own Easter experience. Not unless I can have my own experience of the risen Lord. Isn't that what we all want? To experience Jesus Christ in our own way? It's good to hear somebody's testimony, but we want that too. We want our own account. We want to tell our own story of how Jesus has transformed our life, has appeared to us and has said, reach out. Touch my hands. Believe. Thomas is so wonderfully human because he questions, because he wonders. And this is not the first time he has done this. Back 
in the farewell discourse in John's Gospel. Thomas says, Lord, how will we know the way? Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. And then again, before Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead, Thomas is questioning. He would have made a great attorney, asking tough questions, tough questions that maybe don't have simple answers. That is where we find Thomas today, seeking, searching, asking. Perhaps you are too. Perhaps you're wondering, is it all true? Perhaps you are seeking and searching, wanting your own resurrection experience, wanting your own Easter experience, wanting to see the risen Lord before you who says, reach out to me and believe. The wonderful thing about this story is that Jesus meets Thomas where Thomas is. Thomas does not go up to Jesus, but Jesus comes up to Thomas. He says, reach out your fingers, put them in the nail marks, reach out your hand, put it in my side. In the midst of your questioning, in the midst of your wondering, in the midst of perhaps your doubt, Jesus will meet you there. Jesus will meet you along the way bits of your wondering, is it all true? Jesus will one day meet you there, where you are. Say yes, reach out. Here I am. It is all true. That is the wonderful thing about Easter, is that we have Jesus, and he's not going anywhere. Keep questioning, keep wondering, Keep asking, keep knocking, keep searching and finding. Jesus is in the midst of that. It is Easter, alleluia, alleluia. Christ has risen. He has appeared to the disciples, and he's going to appear to all of us also. Amen.